Welcome to the Canacuck Institute podcast, where we continue to equip leaders with biblical skills for a lifetime of ministry. Hello, this is Keith Chancy coming at you live from the Canacuck Institute podcast room. We are so excited to be with you today, and we've got some, man, we've got some great stuff for you today, and I'm so excited to share it with you. You know, we have a, a special guest in our office today, and his name is David Lawson. And you guys that are alumni of the Institute, you, you know who he is. David is an ex-police officer. He has done a lot of stuff, a lot of different things in his life. But one of the most important things he's ever done is the last 20 years, he's invested in you guys as, as students of the Institute, biblical understanding of how to uh, hermeneutically study your Bible. And I mean, you can't think of anything greater that you've ever learned being a part of the Institute or anything you can learn anywhere than to know how to study your mm. Bible. So today what we're going to do is we're just going to bless you guys by letting David talk to you guys. Um, And and I just can't wait for you guys to hear this. So guys, welcome David Lawson. Here you go. Hey, man. That is quite an intro. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I told one group after you said something like that, you exaggerate a bit. But (laughs) there's no exaggerations. You are that man, bro. I thoroughly enjoy teaching people how to study and helping them engage with it. Um. Part of it is, as you know, I'm dyslexic. And so wow. when I got saved as an adult, I didn't know really how to read. I got yeah. I graduated high school by grace, not by works. Mm. And so I was terrible at it. But by going with the precept upon precept Bible studies, yeah. they taught me how mm. to study it. David, when you just said that, you said when you got taught how to go precept by precept, yeah. what does that mean? Inductive Bible study is the idea of going uh, through and letting the let me back away from that phrase for yeah. a moment and letting the text speak for itself. Hmm. I want to I want to let the text say what it says. So I don't want to read anyth- yeah. anything into it. I want to let it read to me. Wow. And I want to go line by line, mm-hmm. idea by idea. And go so ahead. sometimes people say that's five W's and an H. What does that yep. mean? Yeah. Who, what, when, where, why, how, yeah. obviously. But what that does, those are tools to help me ask the questions of the text that need to be asked. Mm. When did he decide to go this way? Why did God speak to mm-hmm. him like this? Where was this happening? These questions just focus my mind on the text. They're mm-hmm. not, it's not magic. It's not voodoo. This just helps me. They're, they're questions that run through my mind yeah. to help me focus on the text. So you're trying to connect texts together. You're going, man, this is what 1 Corinthians 11 means when it goes to chapter 12. So you're always asked those questions. Who wrote the book and all yes. those things, right? Yeah, but... I'm asking within this chapter book that I am mm, in. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, I'll ask them within the broader context of Scripture. Good. Now, where else has he said something like this? Yeah. yeah. That is so great. You know, there's I, I, I've studied with you so long, and, and when you first came out, I'll never forget, you gave me three words that were so important. Observe the text, <laughs> and then interpret the text, and then... Yeah. Observation, interpretation, right? application. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to know exactly what the text says, which is this, the dangerous part. That's what so many people skip. Yeah, they want to go straight to application. Mm-hmm. What can I do with this? How does it make me mm. feel? Oh, this is warm. Mm. But I need to know what it says first. Yeah, to be true to the text, and I need to interpret it in the context. Mm. So, what does it say? What does it mean? Then, what do I do with it? Mm. Or the so what? Mm-hmm. And that always, chance, that always breaks out into really two things, my belief and my behavior. There you go. For example, Paul always breaks his book, well, almost always breaks his books just about in half, 
These are the things to believe, your doctrine. Mm-hmm. This is how you're to behave because of what you mm-hmm. believe or what your deeds mm-hmm. should look like. Mm-hmm. You know, David, as you say that, it, it just reminds me of a lot of people out there and even students that have come through the Institute, they fight something. They go, where did we get our Bible? And couldn't yeah. it be filled with a lot of problems? Oh, I hear that. I hear that a lot. Yeah, me too. Uh, the, it's a huge question. Yeah. There's a lot to say about with where did we get our Bible? Um, the short version Give me is short. that the Word of God is inspired mm-hmm. by God. The Greek word means breathed by God. Mm-hmm. If I have, uh, if someone is choking at a uh, at a restaurant, yeah. first thing we're supposed to do is make sure they're choking. You yeah. run up and say, "Can you tell me your name? Say something." Yeah. Well, if they can't talk, we do the Heimlich because mm-hmm. it's it's an immediate situation. Just think about that. I have to have air mm-hmm. to talk. So this is breathed by God. This is. God spoke, it's his word. Mm-hmm. He said this, and I trust it. Mm-hmm. Now, I can get into a lot of the issues with yeah. inerrancy. Uh, I am an inerrantist. I believe literally that this is what God intended for us to have. Mm-hmm. He, he put it together on purpose. Uh, I've even looked at some of the Dead Sea Scrolls, and I will tell you that every single word that we have, there is no reason to doubt mm. that that Bible you've got laying in front of you is not accurate there's no mm. reason to believe it's it's inaccurate in any way mm. so it gives us as a believer great confidence that this word yeah. of god is god's word god breathed in a man prophets of god that he that wrote yep. down according to their using their gifts yes. their personalities they wrote that down and it came to us but it was god's word well peter says that they didn't even understand fully there everything that they were writing mm-hmm. so now how that worked out how did moses understand to write Genesis? Well, I'm not exactly sure, but I'm confident it did. I am too. You know, as I just think about this and and I come up and I meet people that they've got problems with our scripture, they go, hey, your word is twisted. You know, Uh, why would God not say that you can't get something? You know, I'm mad at my wife or I'm struggling my kid and they want to do something that does not line up with scripture. What do you say to that? So they're trying to make scripture Say what they want to say. Twist scripture to fit yeah. their situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is really that they don't want anyone, scripture or God, to tell them what to do. Yeah. That's really the problem. If I if I move aside all the fluff, I want to be God in my own life. That's right. And I will tell you that that's what ruined me mm. was me being God. Yeah. And I saw that when I gave my life to Christ. My prayer was exactly that, Lord. I have totally messed up mm-hmm. by being my own God. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm stopping that. And if you'll have me, you be God, and I won't do that. Mm. Uh, and once I nail that down, once he's God and I'm not, the rest of it is just I'm going to try to do what he's telling me to do. I'm going to head that direction. Mm-hmm. So people come and say, oh, I'm twisting Scripture. If I'm in the right mood, I might push their buttons and argue with them a little bit. Yeah. Or if I'm in the wrong mood, yeah, whichever yeah, but what I really do is just sit down heart to heart and say, all right, tell me, why, why do you think you can do this? Mm. And then I'll confront them with the text. Mm. I will read it or, best case, I will make them read it to me. Yeah. Very good. Because the Word of God is powerful and it's sharp and it cuts and it mm-hmm. penetrates. And they may say all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, when they read it themselves, it challenges them. Mm. It's what the Word of God, the Word of God is what the Spirit of God uses more than anything else to change me, Mm. and I've seen it work with others. 
Boy, that's so good. And, and I just like what you said there in that Hebrews 4, you know, when the, yep. that, that this word does separate. It separates the lies from the yep. truth and it makes sure that we understand. You know, I was reading something, David, and we were talking about this earlier, you know, mm. found in 2 Timothy chapter 4. <laughs> and it says that for a time will come when they, the non-believers, will not endure sound doctrine. But yeah. what they will do yeah. is that wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance with their own desires and they'll turn away their ears from the truth and they'll turn aside to miss but you be sober in all things endure hardship and thus do the work of an evangelist and fulfill your ministry you know david what you know when you hear that and you are a biblical scholar in fact something very fun about you is that i hear you know and i know you well enough you just earned your doctorate in the last couple of years, didn't you? You're an old yeah. dude that went back to school that got your doctorate, right? Well, yes. You know, they have handicap access. So. <laughs> well, you said that you had dyslexia. There's no way you could do that, right? Oh, come on. God is bigger than There you He's go. Bigger than dyslexia. I love that. Uh, I went back for one reason. God opened the door and sent me. Mm. I wouldn't have done it if I hadn't been convinced mm. he wanted me to go. Mm. Uh, they, the seminary invited me, Southeastern <laughs> Seminary. Uh, they had to pull some strings to get to get me in, yeah. and they invited. I said, "We want you to come and study here," and uh, it was uh, it was pretty exciting. But yeah. the dyslexia uh, it's a it's a great gift. It makes yeah. me a better student because I'm always questioning: Is that really what the text says, or did my mind make up something? Which happens. Yeah. But it's not a gift that anybody wants. Mm. However, God overcomes all that. The mm. deal is: Am I going to be obedient to God? Who's in charge, David, me or you? And I go, you are. So I want you to go to South Asia. Yes, sir. Mm. But I'm dyslexic. Mm. My first question my dad had was, who's going to pay for this? I said, Dad, God's going to pay for it. I don't know how he's going to do it yet, but he's sending me. He'll pay for it. Yeah. And he did. That's Uh, awesome. We didn't borrow any money or anything like Mm. that. Every semester was paid Mm. for Mm. right on time. And isn't that the way God is? But you know, David, even as we say that, a lot of people, you know, they will twist the scripture to make it they will. say what they wanted to say. They will. And they'll go find someone who tickles their ears to yeah. make them believe something wrong, you know, yeah. prosperity gospel or something yeah. like that. And and so what do you say to those that when they go try to find someone who really will teach them or give them counsel or be their mentor, what do, what type of person do they need to go find? They need to find somebody that's going to open up the Bible oh, and walk them I love through you. it. There they you need go. to find somebody that's going to open Scripture with them, and they're going to talk their way through it. Mm. Satanist came to me several years ago and was giving me grief, showing up in my Sunday school yeah. class. Well, you know that ain't right, man. Come on, leave me alone. But he came with this line. I want. I I came because I want to learn about the loser God. And I said, Well, why have you been giving me all this grief? Why didn't you say that to start with? And he looked like I slapped him. I said, yeah. Tuesday morning, seven o'clock, because I have to be at work at eight. Every Tuesday morning, we'll sit and talk. I've got a whole book on the loser God. Mm. He said, do you? I said, yeah. That's right here. <laughs> the Bible. I didn't say the Bible. But he came in, and we started going through John. I just opened it up. I'd read it, and we talked about it. He got saved before we got halfway through. Mm. Now, mm. I cheated a little bit. I knew that John said, I've written this so that you may believe that he is this. <laughs> you did cheat. I cheated a little you bit. You knew exactly there was an answer there. It's open up the Word. Let the mm. Word change the lives. And when I have somebody that is intent on finding someone to tickle their ears, mm-hmm. I do the same thing. 
I warned them sternly. I just did that very recently. Yeah. Brother, you're heading down the wrong path, and the consequences are going to be horrible. Mm. What you need to do, mm. and he wouldn't read the scripture, so mm. I read it to him. Mm. But it's the Word of God that it changes is. lives. The Word of God changed my life. Mm. Uh, you know, David, say something about that, because how has your life really changed? Because I've heard your testimony. You went through a really tough upbringing. Talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, upbringing was, was challenging, yeah. yeah. Uh, I made a lot of mistakes, and there were mm-hmm. a lot of mistakes in, uh, adults around me mm-hmm. made. Um, Dad was married uh, quite a few times. He was really popular. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, and there were often women in the house that I, I didn't recognize. I'd get yeah. up in the morning, somebody in there, you know, I, I didn't know what to do. So I yeah. just get, grab my clothes and get out the, get out of the house. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I was also an alcoholic and a womanizer and about as evil as I could be. Mm. But the word of God, when I got into it, it began to mm. change me from the inside mm. out. It rocked my world. I told God, you be God. I'm not going to do that. And then I was intent on doing what I thought God said. So I started memorizing scripture. I started reading mm-hmm. scripture. I started working my way through it. When I'd have thoughts mm-hmm. of uh, the immorality, mm-hmm. I would just start quoting the scripture mm-hmm. I was working on. Eventually, all those pictures and thoughts went away because I think the enemy got tired of helping me memorize scripture. Because that's what he, he <laughs> that's would. That's what he's doing, right? I, I'm telling you, he would. I would remember some situation and pull out. I'm very old school. I'd pull out cards out of my pocket that I had scripture, and I'd start reading through them, and he left me alone. Mm. Um, one of the biggest things, and this wasn't really your question, I was assigned one night as a dis, and you know my dyslexia. Yeah. Part of the assignment was I had to read several chapters in a row in the book of uh, Judges, uh-huh. and I had to read the last couple of chapters, probably five total. I don't remember, but something like that. And I thought, there's no way. Mm. I will never be able to do this. Mm-hmm. And I was a very young believer, but I sat down. I said, Lord, they want me to read this. I'm going to read it. I sat down and I read it. And I not only read it, I understood it. Mm. And in that moment, I had this thought that God just stopped what he was doing everywhere else, stepped into my world and helped me. Now I would say that's the first time that I realized God loved me, mm. not loved the world. Mm-hmm. I knew he loved the world. Yeah. But I wasn't ever confident he loved David. Yeah. But he stepped out of eternity into time in a mm. sense and helped me understand the scripture and read through it. And I thought, I will never stop running hard after him. Mm. He loves me. The word of God gave you confidence. Yeah. David, that's unbelievable. I love that. Always. Well, you know, I just thank our audience today for joining mm. us in this podcast. I thank mm. you, David, for being a part of this and just sharing your it. life and, and just these uh these passages that just give us belief in a great God that spoke the word yep. and it was. All scriptures inspired mm. by God, profitable for mm. reproof, correction, training in righteousness. Thank you. Well, guys, you know, if any of you guys are out there struggling today, I just want to encourage you to get into your word, you know, and just begin to do as David said earlier, begin to observe the text, then begin to interpret the text. And then after you've done a good job of observation, you've made some notes of maybe some key words, some phrases, some connectors. Then you begin to uh, go a little deeper. And then after you've come up with a great understanding of what you've just read, make an application and change your life. Let God do it. Well, guys, thank you all so much for being a part. We are so thankful that you are a listening audience. 
and we so appreciate you guys. Until we talk to you guys again, sure love you. Have the best day ever. Bye now.